fantasy football has become a major reality for millions of fans. Makes him off to the 30. He's gone. He's gone. What a move. It takes skill to win your fantasy championship, separating the zeros. And he goes to the near side, and it's picked off. Intercepted. From the fantasy heroes. Down the middle, it's caught over the shoulder in the end zone. Buckle up your chin strap for the fantasy fix. And today we are pleased to be joined by Nick Mencio from RotoWorld.com. Nick, let's start with Thursday Night Football. It is the Eagles and the Panthers. Three weeks ago, the conversation was, what's wrong with Cam Newton? Based on what you've seen the last two weeks, are you riding with Cam for the rest of the season? Man, I remember you asking me that question last week after that, or a couple weeks back after that Saints game too, and we, we were all just completely off Cam, but he's looked like, I mean, he's looked like a new guy the past two weeks. I mean, this matchup against the Eagles looks great on paper. He's played well the past two weeks against the Patriots and the Lions, so you couldn't ask for a better spot for Cam Newton on Thursday night. The only thing that would be concerning for me is the short week with the with the sore shoulder still, but, I mean, I'm running game out there every week right now. Nick, are there any players right now you would either trade away uh, while their value is really high or try to acquire since their value is currently low? A couple of uh, sell highs that really come to mind are, are Chris Thompson, the running back from the Redskins. I mean, he's, he's scoring a lot of touchdowns lately. He doesn't get carries, though, and he doesn't really get targeted a whole lot in the past game, but I'd maybe try to sell, sell high on him. He's a top 15 running back right now. And then Will Fuller is another one. He scored two touchdowns in each of the two games he's played in right now. I mean, his value is sky high right now. I mean, he's a huge, huge deep threat, huge big play machine, but he's not going to be scoring touchdowns every week like he is right now. Nick, I gave up fantasy football because I'm trying to get a life, and I hated being desperate. Oh, my goodness, I need a quarterback. So let's empathize with people in a tough spot. Just looking for any answer with week six coming up tomorrow. How about Kevin Ogan, who was a catalyst second half, albeit a loss because we're talking about Cleveland, they always lose, to the Jets. On the road in Houston because the Texans' defense now battered with injuries. No J.J. Watt, no Whitney Merciless. Yeah, I don't know if I can really get behind this Kevin Hogan thing. Uh, <laughs> I was trying, really... Nick. I'm looking to be creative here. No, I know. It's, it's a bad week for trying to find quarterbacks on the on the waiver wire for sure. But maybe if I had a choice between guys like Kevin Hogan and Case Keenum, maybe I'd go Case Keenum for sure at home against the Packers, a, a potential shootout with that bad Packers defense. And maybe even a Jacoby Brissett uh, on the road in Tennessee. Tennessee's had a bad secondary all year. He had a good game last week against, against 49ers, so I'd maybe look at those guys before before Hogan. Nick, Adrian Peterson joined the New Orleans Saints with all intended purposes to basically add to the running game, but now that he's with the Cardinals, uh, happy for him. Uh, what do you think his value can be right now? Yeah, extremely happy for Peterson to get out of, get out of New Orleans, get into a, a situation where they're going to use him. But the problem is that Arizona line is just so bad right now. They're they're super banged up on the left side with Mikey Potty and DJ Humphreys battling injuries all first month of the season. Uh, they can't block for Carson Palmer right now, but they need to run the ball. So I, I'd expect Peterson to get 12 to 15 carries minimum per week, and that's obviously more than uh, he got in New Orleans, and I'd be picking him up anywhere, I had, anywhere he's available. Talking fantasy football with our pal Nick Mencio, rotoworld.com. Nick, for defensive outlook week by week, it's all about matchups. Would you try this logic as we're trying to find an edge, say, a month from now? Giants are not going to win a lot of games. They have no (laughs) receivers. Would you take the opposing defense against the Giants, irrespective of other things going on, just knowing the Giants aren't going to score? 
Oh man, you got to no. The receivers were all they had on offense before those in, that rash of injuries last week. They didn't have a running game. They don't have an offensive line. Eli Manning is what thirty seven, thirty eight years old. Can't move. Uh, uh, the, the Giants' implied team total for Vegas this week is 14 points in Denver. That's the lowest implied team total I've seen all season, and I don't expect it to get much better at all. They're running guys like Roger Lewis, Tavares King out there. Uh, I, I mean, they have no weapons at all besides Evan Ingram. Kickers are players, too. Sometimes people forget that. You know, they wear uniforms, they put on helmets, they put on shoulder pads. Same pants, same shoes. But when they're new to a team like uh, Patrick Murray is to the Bucks, uh, do you judge them um, by the expected offensive output? Yeah, completely. Uh, I'm just playing matchups, matchups with kickers every week. Uh, I'm just looking at the teams that are projected to score the most that week and running out to grab those guys like Matt Bryant this week in Atlanta, uh, Dustin Hopkins for the Redskins. Uh, those are a couple names that come straight off the top of my head that are on teams that are projected to score a lot this week. We love nicknames. I work with a the man they call Slash. How about the... Muscle hamster. Doug Martin looked good coming back from the suspension in the loss to the Patriots on Thursday. What's the outlook for Martin moving forward, and what's the impact on Jaquiz Rogers? Oh, yeah, Martin looked great last Thursday night. He's had 10 days to, 10 days to get right again. Coming off, uh, He admitted he, his conditioning was a little out of whack coming off that four-game suspension, but or was it three games? It was, I think it was three. But anyway, he looked great uh, hitting the hole fast. He looks trimmed down a little bit from last year. Uh, I mean, I'm running with Doug Martin as a high RB2 the rest of the way. I mean, the running back position has just been completely gutted by injuries lately, and then Martin's one of the best assets we got right now. Is Duke Johnson finally going to get the continuous role in Cleveland he deserves? Yeah, Duke's looked great. He scored a touchdown in three straight weeks, but uh, he scored one touchdown, I believe, in his first two seasons combined. I mean, we can't expect him to – keep it up scoring a touchdown every week right now and he's not getting carries really but he did get a goal line carry two weeks ago put it in the end zone and Isaiah Crow- Crowell has just not looked like the the back we saw last year and Hugh Jackson seems to be souring on him a little bit they need playmakers there Duke's a playmaker he's a top 10 running back in fantasy right now but I mean we can't expect him to keep this up but I'd be holding on to him for sure Nick, what advice do you have for owners who were riding high with Todd Gurley? Think about that spectacular game he had on the road in Dallas. He was the Rams' leading receiver. Early fumble, freaky play on Sunday against Seattle, and then he was benched, seemingly. Do you think that was a one-week situation or something worthy of conversation here? Yeah, I think it's a one-week thing. They were trying to get Tavon Austin a couple more carries, and did he score? I think I believe he scored a touchdown last week, uh, Tavon. Did Tavon did on the jet him. sweep, yep. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, I, it's a one-week one thing for me. Uh, the Rams going to Jacksonville this week. Jacksonville's pass defense has been great. Uh, the run defense, not so much. I, I like Gurley to bounce back big this week. After seeing the Patriots take Mike Evans uh, out of that game and, and, and then seeing how bad they were after that, do you expect more teams to do that? And what is the value of Evans moving forward? I was super high on Evans before the season, top five receiver in my mind. Uh, I'm still on that train, uh, but this week is going to be rough. I, th- I expect him to get that Patrick Peterson shadow coverage down in Arizona. Uh, I'd still ride high with Evans the rest of the way, but Deshaun Jackson looks like he's going to be in for a big game this week running against Justin Bethel on the opposite side of Peterson.
Nick, as always, we appreciate the insight. As we say goodbye, Cordell has NFL money, and I'm trying to be his financial analyst so I get a piece of it. Can we come up with a million-dollar idea? You can work on the technology, and then we'll brand it on the show. Why can't there be a viable college football version of fantasy football? I know it's out there, but it's weird. Why can't we do something that parallels the NFL? Yeah, I'm actually in my first college football fantasy league right now. It's a 50-team league, 5-0, and we play uh, 10 teams per conference with two conferences in each division, and it's super fun. I love it a lot. Uh, I know FanDuel and DraftKings used to have college football on uh, their sites, but they had to take that away for some reason. I can't. I don't know about the law of it and all that, but I'm totally with you. I love college football fantasy. Uh, we're going to work more on it. because of the numbers being so big? Yeah, I mean, quarterbacks are just scoring a ton of points. I have the Navy quarterback on my team. He rushes for like 250 yards a game, three or four touchdowns. It's kind of like you, Cordell, back in the day. But Watch it. I mean, yes, sir. <laughs> it sounds Good cool. Times. All right, so once we have the idea, Cordell will write the check, and we just got to get the word slash involved. All right, Nick? Perfect. Beautiful. Man. All right, we got Appreciate the deal done. This is like Shark Tank <laughs> now. Thank you, Nick. We'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.